Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. I think how we wake up is to get a little bit of walking on, walking on, broken Welcome to page seven, everybody. It's back. Broken glass is back in my head. <laughs> I love that song. I love that song. How did it get back? Uh, someone said the word broken in front of me. <laughs> and you're I like, the sun's still shining. I haven't thought about it in so long. It was finally gone. And now it's back. Oh, it's, it's, you never want it gone. I will let, that's a song I'll swear on the Bible, I'll never not smile deeply when I hear that Marcus, song. you've got a Bible in here somewhere, right? Uh, satanic Bible? <laughs> I'll swear on it's, it. I'd rather swear on the Satanic Bible, honestly. Let her swear on it. Oh, man. Although, have you ever tried it at karaoke? No, I don't think it would be as much fun. See, that's your smart. I've tried it. Too big of a range, Annie Lennox. Yes. Yeah. My range is about three notes. <laughs> yeah, because she does the whole, like, oh! Yeah, it's all over the place. Her range is like three octaves. I mean, you know, that's why she's got three good songs and the rest of it is shit. <laughs> Except her Christmas album, which I will continue to sing the praises of. Really? Oh, yeah. I Ooh. still haven't gotten on board. I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, Nothing I'm against it. Oh, you'll like it. It's too bad it's the wrong season. It's the wrong season. You'll have to wait, but her Christmas album is very good. I yeah. highly recommend it. Just eight more months. <laughs> oh, my God, but I'm going to count every single day until we get there. No, we're in my favorite season right now. I don't want to count down till Christmas, but it gives me one thing to look forward to. We can do Christmas in July. We talk about it every year. That's true. We get, Let's do it this year. Is this, this is the year? This is the year that we do Christmas in July. Okay. I'm getting real. Well, then we can count down to Christmas in July. Annie Lennox, Christmas in July. Okay. Sure. All right. Be sure to remind us, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> because we will we'll forget. forget. Absolutely. Uh, you know, here's something that's pretty interesting. There's a new development in the Richard Simmons case. Dun, dun, dun. Or at least it's a small kind of development, but still it's something. Uh, a friend of his says that he is perfect and happy, and the reason why he has been in hiding for the last three years, bad knees. So that he just, so it's just that he can't exercise? Bad knees. I don't think that bad knees are enough of an excuse to warrant this complete exodus from society. Yeah, but then, uh, honestly, I ended up stopping listening mi to Missing Richard Simmons because I felt so bad for him. Because it was just like, I f you find out everything about his life, and at that point I was like, man, maybe we should just leave him alone. 
And then I felt really bad that they were like going after him and after somebody that didn't want to be gone after. And yeah. I felt guilty. I'm guilty of it too. Complicit. Yes. I'm a part of it. Objection. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know, many years ago when Dave Chappelle was like, I just need space. We need to give the same affordance to the genius Richard Simmons. And maybe if the bad knees, like maybe he's gaining weight back. I mean, it could be part of that too. I don't know. This friend is saying that he is bedridden. And Whoa. I can imagine someone as active as Richard Simmons probably wouldn't want to be seen outside in like a wheelchair or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I can, I can get the. The vanity there. Oh, yeah. yeah for and he sure. did a lot of high impact aerobics. Yeah. Yeah, for a long time. Oh, yeah. That's of course, he's got bad knees. Yeah, it's got to fuck up someone's knees. I didn't even think about that. But yeah. I guess why, why the, like, the, if he doesn't want to go outside, I get that, but why not put out a statement? You know, why not be like, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. Maybe. But he did, though, when they first started going out, like, when everyone found out, it's like, wait a second, where did he go? And he did put out the statement, but no one believed it. That's right. Yeah. Everyone, <laughs> and, we, even us, we saw like, yeah, oh, right. that maid has him under her thrall. Oh, yeah. We might be part of the problem. I know. We're complicit. We might be complicit. <laughs> but then but then, why did he put up this huge, he put up this huge fence around his place where he was always out front of. He was always taking pictures with anyone that would drive by. He was always outside. He was always, And so now there's this huge fence around his estate with no bell on it, no buzzer. Mm. That's why I I mean I think I got to like episode 5 or 6 and missing Richard Simmons and I was just like uh, and then I felt too bad. I felt guilty. Mm. I understand that. You know, we were part of the problem. Well, <laughs> so it, I mean, I guess if we were like wishing for what it could be, him having bad knees but being alive and not like murdered by his or held hostage or held hostage by his woman um caretaker is probably good, right? I guess. I don't know. Well, one of the theories, did you get to the Dalmatians theory? I did. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you don't know, Molly, there's a, there's a I theory. I don't know about the Dalmatians <laughs> theory, actually. Well, apparently he had pet Dalmatians for years and years, and then one by one they died, and then when the last one died, he fell into a deep depression. He even has Aww. Dalmatian statues in front of his house. Like, he loved, his Dalmatians were his life. So this is a very existential question. It's like that uh, quote that all the kids had on their backpacks in high school. It's better what would to Jesus do? <laughs> <laughs> it's better to burn out than fade away. Oh, would you yeah, rather? Man. I almost got it tattooed on oh, my body. I was, between that and I was going to get a huge thing that said Namaste down my spine. Oh, and, uh, yikes. Both of those are really, really, really close to getting them tattooed. And, and um, in that moment, I swear we were infinite. Being a wallflower. Listen, if any of you all have that tattoo, I the thing I love about tattoos is their commitment to like uh, the temporal. The, 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 I, I, of where you were at the time. Yes, exactly. I have a Let It Be tattoo. That's yeah. come on. Yeah. I love that about tattoos. So if you had gotten that tattoo, Jackie, I would, I would love it. But oh, God. my I, tattoos are never going to let me forget that I was kind of a douchebag when I was about nineteen <laughs> yeah, or twenty. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what I like about them, though. Like, oh yeah, that, that that I'll be. I'm reminded of that every day of my life. Yeah, I think that's good. I think it's healthy, and I think that that whole like, well, what are you going to do when you're eighty is a silly way to think about when you're like twenty. Like I'm not gonna live my life for when I'm 80, man. Yeah, man. That was my thinking. It's better to burn out than it's to fade away. But for Richard Simmons, I feel like, you know, would you rather be, is it better to be held hostage in your infirm elder state by a caretaker or is it better to just not really want to go out anymore? 
you know, but at that point, I'm surprised he hasn't just like OD'd. I mean, his whole life was people. Yeah. But it was a mask. He had a mask on. Oh, I mean, it was very. I should just listen to the rest of it. It was so. You know how he lost all the weight? How? Pills. Oh, not, God. not aerobics. Not aerobics. He he lost a bunch of weight because he was just like had an eating disorder and he did a bunch of fucking pills, which I understand. That's what that was my whole college experience. Mm-hmm. And then he started. He like went to the monastery and then like found like preaching was such a good way to talk to people and to get to people. And then he made his empire. What? Wow. What? I'm obsessed. I love him. And you know what? I was going to go out and buy all of the Sweat Until the Oldies, but don't worry. They're all on YouTube. Mm. Sweat Until the Oldies, baby. Could we still work out to it? Is yeah. it a good workout? She's yeah. been working out to it. I've been working it. out to it. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I'm having fun. It's fun. I've been sweating, and I'm listening to Oldies. <laughs> and I'm watching Oldies sweat at the same time. Yeah, that actually sounds great. Yes. I might Maybe you and I can have a little workout routine. Yes, I'm down. Did they talk about uh, where he came up with the idea of the Oldies? No, because I have Good wondered. I've, I have wondered how he settled on the oldies. Good I question. think he was trying to reach a broad range of people. Mm-hmm. He's like classic loved- rock. No, no, punk rock. No, but he has some that are like '80s hits. I mean, he has like different. It's not just all oldies. Okay, but at the same time, it's like. Do you like good music? Yeah, yeah. I was like, how do you not dance to that? Of course I want to dance to that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're just like high kicking as you do it. I've been kind of fantasizing about going back to Jane Fonda's exercise videos. She's just too tight. She is so tight. It's not surprising that you would go to Hanoi Jane. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I will always want her to be called Hanoi Jane. No, but after going back to Grace and Frankie, or actually, I shouldn't say going back because I haven't started season three. Is it good? I know. I'm sorry. So good. Okay, good. I was afraid. I did a thing where I sometimes panic about the end of things and I know it's not even the end, but I'm like, what if it's not... I still haven't seen the last episode of The Get Down. Still haven't seen the last episode of Trailer Park Boys. I don't watch the end of things because I am afraid of change. I understand. I did the same thing with Parks and Rec. When you invest that much time into something, I don't want to watch the last episode. No, yeah. I want to race towards the end. Move on to the next thing. Whoa. Yeah, that's yeah. very productive. Live like, fast. Check die it off. <laughs> But, to burn out than to fade away. Yeah, I, mean, I know it, sister. <laughs> but I keep um, looking at beautiful Jane Fonda and being like, you know, as I was not around in the 70s when she was Hanoi Jane, and I didn't learn about that till later. When I was a kid, Jane Fonda was just this gorgeous woman in a leotard with mm-hmm. big hair, and Guns I didn't know steel. she was such an interesting, brilliant person. But actually, that was a big reason of why he did create... I'm sorry, you may as well listen to fucking Miss, Missing Richard Simmons. But why he... I'm not gonna. Just give it to me. Why he... <laughs> I don't have time. Just give it to me. Why he created uh, Sweat into the Oldies was that he was like, oh, at that time, that nothing, like, no exercise videos were fun. Yeah. And he wanted to have fun. He wanted to be like, exercising can be fun if you let it be. And he, like, and he specifically referenced Jane Fonda that it's like, it was too tight. It was too, like, you have to do it this way. And it's just like, pump, one, two, one, two. Now you have buns of steel. I mean, I'll kind of be damned if Richard Simmons is going to trash talk Jane Fonda in my house. <laughs> oh no, he wasn't. He wasn't trash talking. He was just saying that he was trying to provide something that was completely different. Okay, that no one had ever seen before from an exercise tape. Okay, all right, I'll allow it. I won't be damned. Okay, you can't. I love him too much. <laughs> all right, mm, they might be adapting that podcast for TV. The what? Yeah, the Missing Richard Simmons podcast. Just leave, you got, we gotta let him lie. Yeah. yeah. 
We gotta let them lie. Yeah, and we are complicit because we were part of the machine. I know we're complicit. Things, we're talking about it right now. Yeah, I know. And we also started it up a little. You know, we've been talking about this for a good year. Yeah, now. I think those other podcasters scooped us. That's <laughs> oh, yeah. my theory. Are we talking about a scoop here? I think we got scooped. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the guy that made it uh, took a bunch of his classes. Okay. In in, in L.A. Mm, so wow. he had like met okay. Richard Simmons many many times. Okay, good. He'd even had like dinner at his house a few times. Yeah, it's like he had. He was going to make a documentary about him, yes, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. So he's not just a Johnny Come Lately no. page no. seven listener. Not a, not <laughs> no. a page seven scooper? Okay. Are we getting scooped? <laughs> we'll give you a scoop. Oh, no, I think we got scooped, oh, guys. Oh, <laughs> you got scooped. <laughs> Ew. Ew. It just makes me think of tuna salad. <laughs> like this big glop of toop, scoop and tuna salad. And a scooped out bagel. You oh, yeah. a scoop out a bagel? It's a, you're getting the carbs. <laughs> The only reason why the only reason why I'll ever scoop out my bagel is that it provides a moat of mayo. It is a moat. Oh, and no. that's, that's even worse. I want that's a moat. Much worse. I would like a moat of mayo in the sandwich. So when I cut it in half, it oh, goes stop, stop, stop. <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. It's like cover it. Oh <laughs> Lord Almighty! I never had heard a scoop of a scooped out bagel time moved to New York. I'm not sure if they exist elsewhere. I don't think Actually, so. Actually, this is the first I've ever heard of it. What? Yeah, yeah, so they just scoop out the the, the meat part, of it, yeah. and then you just have a, a a bagel a bagel or a, like a bread circle. I don't know what's the point. I guess for carb conscious people, but I think it's also for for bagel sandwiches because then it's not too big to fit inside of your small mouth. That true. is true. And the best part of a bagel is the crusty outer part. Of so, course, mm-hmm. and it's the toppings <laughs> and it's the mayo. It's mayo. not the mayo. Why you put mayo, <laughs> mayo on a bagel? <laughs> mayo comes and I want to eat it. Mayo. Mayo. That's what. That's my new song. Every time I'm sque- squeegeing mayo on every sandwich I eat, I started putting mayo in the middle of my deli roll-ups too. I get my deli meats, get my deli cheese. I I do a squeege of mayo in the middle, and I put a romaine lettuce leaf. Roll it up. You're using a tortilla. No, no, no. It's a wrap. It's like it's, a Thai wrap. It's with the Thai. Oh, with a do. lettuce. You, the, I see. No, That's, the lettuce is on the inside. The meat is on the outside. Oh. So you, so you still get your hands a, good and slimy. It's a meat <laughs> wrap. It's a meat wrap. <laughs> I have heard of lettuce wraps. Yes. No, I'm not talking. I'm not trying to be healthy here. I just want the mayo and I want the romaine lettuce to scoop the mayo on the inside. So when you roll it around, it's again a moat of mayo. It's like a freaky Friday for meat and lettuce. Sure. And yeah. the positions that they're in. Switch it yeah. up. Switch it up. Why not? Why not? Go for it. Good for me. (laughs) (laughs) I I cannot believe you want to... That much mayo. It's oh, very mayo so much. Only Hellman's though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm also a Hellman, but I'm a big Miracle Whip dude. See, it's just a, it's a different entity. It's tangy. They just have the same color. People always confuse that just because they have the same color. They think it's different. It's similar, but it's different. Completely different. It's like uh, apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Both fruits. Different fruits. Oh, yeah. One you usually peel, one you don't have to peel. In this case, both <laughs> thick white sauces <laughs> that you don't want to eat plain. Yeah, but it's not like, you, it's like, oh, slap some tartar sauce on it. That's a whole different thing. It's got pickles in it. <laughs> but, I mean, I love a pickle. As do I. Oh, I love a pickle. Thick white sauce is not on my What about tzatziki? <laughs> tzatziki is fine, but it, it can't be the centerpiece. A thick white sauce does not a centerpiece make. Uh, Tzatziki comes with a bunch of nice other things, falafel, cucumber, tomatoes, spices, all that. Mayo is just 
too sloppy. We have to agree to disagree. We will. Objection! <laughs> I'm sorry. It. it got objected. We'll get Sylvester Stallone news. Oh. <laughs> He's in a fight with Warner Brothers about Demolition Man. Oh, from 30 years ago? <laughs> about what? He is claiming over 30 years ago, or no, about 25 years ago. Warner Brothers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll let it talk to you. He can't even say the word Warner Brothers. Well, he said that he was supposed to get 15% of the movie's proceeds if it made $125 million. And after 30 some years it did? After, in about 2014, a rep uh, question Warner Brothers, who said the film had actually lost sixty-seven million dollars. <laughs> oh my God! Of course it did. Of course it did. But the studio eventually admitted that was wrong and paid Stallone two point eight million, but without providing account details. So Sylvester Stallone believes that he's gonna he's owed more money. That from motherfucker does Man. not need any more money. What does he care? Uh, you said you get it. I mean, I guess if you're owed money, you want it. Of but, course, yeah. but I also, I mean, I, I, I will say I've not seen Demolition Man in a long time. I think I love it though. I've right? Seen it so many times. Is I don't it good know why. I've seen Demolition Man probably over twenty times. Why? Really? For no real reason. It just it's always on. It's always it's on. on. It's always on. And if it's on, I'm probably probably going to watch it. It's not a good movie. No, that's a problem, though, is I feel like I always see Demolition Man, and then I see Mr. Holland's Opus, and mm. then I'm like, well, I'm going to watch Mr. Holland's Opus, see, gonna... because his son is deaf. <laughs> <laughs> he can't hear the music. <laughs> I'm going to go for Demolition Man, because Wesley Snipes is a blonde. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, platinum. See, in this, in, this, in this Sunday afternoon cable movie landscape, that's when I choose Stepmom. Oh, uh. see, that, see, that really, I feel like, shows the in true difference of all of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think that right there. You want to see a good sing-along of Ain't No Mountain High Enough. <laughs> Although I did, weirdly, speaking of Stepmom, um, there was something that came out that I guess when Stepmom was created that they were saying that Julia Roberts and Susan Sarandon hated each other. I remember this. And Susan Sarandon just came out because of everything with Feud, which I have not watched yet, and I have to watch it soon. But yeah, I, don't I, have F- watch I don't have FX, and I gotta watch it. You've got all the cable. You Mom. can come to my house. Okay, I'll come to your house. And that uh, <laughs> none of it was true. It was all a ploy, and it was something that Susan Sarandon was not behind. She was like someone orchestrated this feud. She, yeah, she like just she, like the show Feud. I mean, she was she was she's like we had no problems with each other. We were fine. I don't know. Those are two pretty high poverty diva e very diva e actresses, you know. But you know, ain't no mountain high enough. <laughs> <laughs> Except I hated that the kids sang in it. Yeah, it's like, I just you know, uh, ugh. Yeah. She can't sing "Ain't No Mountain High Enough." She doesn't know the struggle of being an adult. Of having to overcome obstacles, put your hairbrush down. Stop singing the fucking song. <laughs> well, what should she? What should she sing? Ain't no mountain high enough. No, what should she sing? Oh, I don't know. I'm a kid and I'm bad at it. My mom's dying and I'm sad. It's a hard knock life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, don't go any on me, Molly. I'm just saying that's like what kids sing. But I'd rather have the Rugrats version of it. Remember that one? Like, it's a hard knock life. 
fat ass, and then it had like the like beginning of Rugrats in it. Oh well, the, oh. Red, the Rugrats have no concept of struggle. Of course not, but the, it was a it was some sort of um, was it a what do they call it? The rip rap. A, 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 a sample. A, a sample. Uh, yeah. Something. I think it was in the early two thousands. Yeah, I feel like I know what you're talking about. Right, and then like it had the like beginning of the Rugrats theme song, and I don't know why. Two <laughs> children, two children's do. things mashed up into one mishmash. Yuck! Why not? What do you have against Annie? Kids singing. Yeah. And you know what? Slapper in the orphanage. Wait, 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 wait! <laughs> I actually have a really important question for you. This came up over the weekend. Oh. I'm sorry to divert. Uh, I know you hate kids singing. I, over the weekend, I was in a conversation with people who said they don't like musicals. I was talking about Les Mis. My husband tried to offer them, but it has little children singing. And I said, don't say that. Nobody likes that. And you know what? <laughs> the one little kid singing gets a fucking bullet in his brain. He does, but, but do you hate? That was my question. Do you love Gavroche or do you I hate Gavroche? I hate him. You hate Gavroche? Although, except for the fact that the that the toothless kid from Stranger Things played him on Broadway, so it makes me like him more. However, he's out. He's in the battlefield. He wasn't supposed to be out there. And you're out there singing like, and your pup goes up. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> gunshot. And then the whole set revolves. But aren't you moved? Do you cry when he dies? Nope. What? <laughs> nope. I cry when, um, you know, it's like when you little fall of rain. You know, I'm crying when he's older because she, because he never loved her, mm-hmm. and he, and she always loved him, but he liked the pretty girl. He didn't like the ugly girl. You didn't. Don't you fret. <laughs> I, n- I love that. I love the unrequited love plot of Layman's just as much as everyone else who's been in unrequited love. But I cannot believe that you don't make an exception for children singing for Gavroche. It is powerful, mm-hmm. and I accept that. But he shouldn't have been on a battlefield. Put the flag down. Yeah, but that's the whole story. <laughs> that it was a tragedy that, that even the children had to fight, and he was had good politics, that little boy. Yeah, but he also, you know what? He wasn't big enough to hold a gun. <laughs> 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 that's the problem. You know, if you can reach the bar, you should be able to drink, and if you can't hold a gun, you shouldn't be in a war. <laughs> that, those are my steadfast life rules. Uh, this is very, a lot of our differences are coming out. That's why I wore high heels heels at the age of eight so I could reach the bar. (laughs) (laughs) And I have never seen Les Mis. I know. I know. It's okay. One day we should really all go. All right. Yeah. Ooh, I saw it on Broadway. I'd go again anytime. I've uh, never seen a, set. I've never seen a Broadway musical. We gotta go. All Let's right. do yeah. it. They're very expensive tickets. Yes, they are. But um, maybe we should go down to Tampa. We'll go to TPAC, the Tampa Bay Performing Arts <laughs> Center. Ooh, I would and love we to do that. Get great, great, easy, cheap tickets. Because I think it might have left New York recently. Yes, yeah, it's on tour right now. So does TPAT have uh, just a constant Les Mis production going? They, usually at least once a year th- there is a Les Mis because it's all old people and they all love Les Mis. Mm-hmm. I just want to, just as a last word here, you wearing high heels at the bar when you're eight years old, you are singing Gavroche's song <laughs> When the Pup Grows Up. Like yeah, you would but be I wasn't singing that song. on a battlefield. So when the pup grows up, that's uh, so he's saying when I grow up, I'll murder, I'll kill as well? No, that like he was just talking about how like he's a kid. He's and like, he- don't be scared. The, the, the kind of theme of the song is don't not be scared of something that's small because mm-hmm. when the thing that's small gets bigger, it's going to be really powerful. But it gets cut right. off because it goes when the pup goes up and then bang. 
Wow. And they, they do kill a child in Lehman. Oh, yeah. Who murders him? The one op- of them. The opposition. <laughs> it's a war. It's a it's a revol. It's about a revolution. Okay. <laughs> so it's the op the uh, the like basically they're the rebel forces and like the state murders ah, him basically. The st- <laughs> yep. So oh, he was murdered by the state. You know what? Well, <laughs> how it is. Whatever, Hanoi Jane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll be over here doing my Jane Fonda aerobics with no oldies set to them. Oh uh, man, no, you gotta have fun. Yeah, get those knees up. It was the music in the Jane Fonda? I don't remember. I just remember, I remember doing them with my mom, but I don't remember if there was music. There must have been like just there has to be generic 80s elevator like music. Yeah, it was just a room full of ladies, though. Let's hear some of it. This is exactly what I just said. Exactly right. I love it so much. You got it exactly right, Jackie. I have never seen it before. It's just those, can you imagine? She is not only, she's exercising in a leotard, but also in leggings underneath a leotard. Think of what her vagina is feeling. So much wedge. There's so much up inside of her. Although the colors are pretty amazing. But can you imagine, can you put your leg up that high? Yeah, she looks great. And she yeah. still looks great. She still looks great. She has t- she has had tasteful work done, and she still looks great. Mm-hmm. You know what it is? You can always tell it's the neck. It's like I kept staring at her neck. When she's when you've got a tight neck in your seventies, you've had work done. Yeah. I mean, she has no giblets. Yeah, no giblets. <laughs> she looks great. She I mean, does look really good. I mean, well, I've uh, my girlfriend's a huge uh, Frankie and Johnny fan, so it's always in the apartment when I'm putzing around doing well, I my I wish shit. it was Frankie and Johnny, but it's Frankie, Grace and Frankie. Oh, but Grace and Frankie. Frankie and John is the Al Pacino, Michelle Pfeiffer ah. play turned into a movie, which is really good. Yeah. I have done many a monologue from that show. <laughs> because she's a hard-working waitress, and she's got to make a living to get through the day. Oh, that's your exact wheelhouse. Yeah. yeah. That's your type. Just so like let's me. hear some more of it. <laughs> Johnny, you don't understand. I go to work every day, and I get in there, and they grab my pussy every day because I'm a waitress, and that's what I deserve. Don't fuck with me, Daddy. Are you fucking serious? No, I just made that up. I feel like that, I, that really could have gone either way. Jack is like, and I never like, forgot it. That sounds ridiculous, but I don't know enough about the show to refute that. All I remember is that she played a hardworking, like, like a, a waitress with a hard pass. He calls her man daddy. I, 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 I imagine that she, I don't really remember. <laughs> Although I do employ you to read uh, Frankie. Uh, Lily Tomlin's one-woman shows are pretty fucking amazing as well. I did a bunch of uh, monologues from them, and it's all about, like, aliens and shit. She's real fucking weird. She is. Man, she's great. I heard her on Fresh Air, NPR's podcast, which I... She is such, I mean, she's a dynamo. She's, she's uh, amazing. Exactly why I went into comedy in the first place. I fucking love Lily Tomlin so much. Yeah, and Fresh Air, the host of Fresh Air is like very like, uh, like a little bit of like a straight We're all person. familiar with Fresh Air. <laughs> okay, I, I don't know. I've never heard of it, but you know, <laughs> like, I live in a cloud. Like, like, take NP- no, no, no. I'm not, take NPR and then distill it into like a powerful absinthe. And this that's what fresh air is. Fresh air. I don't know. I'm if Terry I'm Gross. <laughs> it's very, no. I'm not. Proud. I'm not saying it's. I have a little bit of a of a 
reaction to the NPR. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, so Terry Terry Gross is like, so tell us about this one woman show, and mm. she like it's very it's like someone who takes themselves pretty seriously, and then Lily Tomlin who's just like, oh whatever, I don't care, <laughs> is like a blast to listen to her. All right, on, maybe I'll listen on to Fresh that. Air because yeah. she just doesn't give a fuck. She's the best. She's just like she is in the show. I know. I love her so much. She's great. It's a great show. It's I'm, a great show. I've seen a bit here and there, and what I've seen, I have tolerated. <laughs> I mean, it is definitely not. Although it is weird to like get texts from my mother while she's watching it and mean like, that would be great to have a vibrator like that for old women. I'm like, well, let's not. <laughs> How about we don't talk about it? Because like that's the whole thing in like the beginning of the third season with Jane Fonda, where it's like she gets arthritis because she was given her first vibrator and she can't use it. So they make one for older women with arthritis. Wow. That's a great idea. And then my mom kept talking to me about vibrators, and I don't want to hear about how weak her wrists are. <laughs> like, I don't want to think about that at all. Oh, Jackie, I can't even hold on to it anymore. Oh, my God. I just wish it had different <laughs> settings and light-up buttons. But that's what's so brilliant about the show is that it's like, oh, we're going to make you think about these 70-some-year-old women having sex. Fuck yeah, man. They're having sex. Sure. You know, I love, I mean, they don't show any of the sex. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, that is the problem. That's why I got to sandwich it with other shows. Ernie Hudson, yes, please. Oh, my God, yes, please. (laughs) Is he dating one of the ladies? Yes. In season two, isn't season three? And, yeah, and he is, yeah, he's, uh, we talked about this, I think, last time. We talked about Grace and Frankie, Black Ghostbuster. Mm -hmm. And he is hotter than he was in the fucking Ghostbusters. Yeah, he's actually hotter in his 70s than ever before. I am so attracted to him. His arms. Yeah. Yeah. He plays a, f- a yam farmer. I see what you're saying. He was in yeah. Oz. You remember? You watched Oz? Yes. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of yeah. it, yeah. So I was always like, oh, the prison warden, but he's uh, very Sexy. handsome. Jesus, those arms. I know those <laughs> arms. You cannot stare at the arms. He's, I just want him. Like, I just imagine him holding me and, like, hurting me a little bit when he hugged me, but, like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And then also pulling the yams and pulling the yams. <laughs> He's a yam farmer. He is a yam. It's a. It's, it's not a figure oh, of speech. Oh, I thought you meant like <laughs> he was pulling point. on your yams. I mean, he could be if he wanted to. <laughs> I can't make him any money, but I'll sure take it. You know what I mean? Pull on my yams. What's that word that um, some Italian New Yorkers say? For Capiche. Her? No. <laughs> Legs. It always reminds me of yams, but it's gams. Not. Gams. Yeah, I got good gams. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I had my gams out yesterday. I had shorts on. You know what? You got to put those gams away. <laughs> oh, oh, they're not ready for oh, the yeah. sun. My gams are not ready. They are not ready for the sun. Oh, no one wants to see my gams. Get my gams bad. Men are very self-conscious about their gams. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. No one wants to see a man's gams. I want to see a man's gams. I'm down with it. Yeah, but then you think that, and I was walking behind someone, and Doug and I were walking, and it was a younger fellow, and he had really, really short shorts on, and he had great thighs, he had great legs, but he was so hairy that he looked like he had pants on. (laughs) And I looked at him, and I was like, I looked over Doug, and I was like, I think that man's legs are too hairy for shorts that short. And then he looked at me, and he's like, I thought his legs looked really good. So we were both staring at his legs. It was just a lot of thigh. I mean, obviously, the man knows his legs draw attention. Oh, he knows. They were, they were carpeted, but and that's fine. I'm down with it. It was just too. Sh- I mean, they were they were Daisy Dukes. I feel like that's become a trend now. Yes, the above the far above the knee pants for men. Far above. I mean, they were almost crotch. Yeah, they're almost underpants. Yeah. I do about mid thigh. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, mid thigh I think is pretty good. I mean, honestly, whatever you want to wear is fine. But you know, it's just if you if if your legs are carpeted, you're gonna get stares. 
<laughs> That's all I'm saying. That is true. I've got some royal news for you. Uh oh. Which one? Which one? Which one? I want to marry Harry. Uh, it's Harry news. Yes. And apparently, Meghan Markle has made the guest list for the Pippa wedding. Oh, ponytail? Mm-hmm. Remember that big fucking scrunchie she was wearing? And she still looked hot? Yeah, mm-hmm. she's that scrunchy girl. She's scrunchy. And so, wait, so, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. I was too busy thinking about the scrunchie. What did you say? <laughs> Pippa? Wait, they're going yeah. to... The- Pippa Middleton. And they're going together. She made the list. Interest. Oh, to what's her? Kate Middleton's sister. Yeah. The hotter one. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You know why she's hotter? Because she looks like she's more of the bad girl. Mm. She's the Prince Harry. Why didn't Harry marry Pippa? I mean, I think that's incestuous at that point. No. Right? no. Uh, two different siblings can marry people who are siblings. Wouldn't that be weird? I, probably, I think it would be weird. Unless, I mean, I guess. It I could be weird. There's probably examples of that happening. Oh, there's got to be like many. Pe- many. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm, I'm going Kate over Pippa. Going Kate over. I mean, she is definitely the class. Yeah. And Pippa is the trash. (laughs) But you know, I love a trash can. She's the trash lady. Yeah, she is. She is. And that's okay, but she's getting married, huh? She's getting all sewn up. Yeah. (laughs) That sucks. (laughs) Sew up that badge. Yep, she's getting all sewed up. She is marrying. (laughs) Yeah. Just zip, 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 zip. <laughs> Only the whole, just for the imp- like the impression of her husband's penis. That's what happens when we get married, right, Molly? <laughs> <laughs> no other penis can fit inside yeah, of you they anymore. Do a, they do a fitting. Yeah, it's like when uh, it's like when you know when you're a kid and you say you're going to keep a secret and then you just zip your lips and then throw away. The <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what marriage vows do yeah. to your vagina. Yeah, she's marrying a dude named uh, James Matthews. Oh, is it Dinglehopper and Schmidt? <laughs> he looks extremely British. I was going to say, how British does he look? Ooh, Very British. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is tall and handsome. He's got a little bit of a horsey. He's a little horsey. Yeah. He's got a little neigh on him. <laughs> He's a little bit of, maybe he needs like a little feedback or something. <laughs> oh, he's a hedge fund manager. Of course oh, he is. Oh, Hanoi Jane checking in Come to con- condemn the hedge fund manager. No, get on it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, marry a hedge fund manager. It's get fine. Get on it. Oh, and he also went to the same school as Prince Harry and Prince William, the Eton College English Boys and Independent boarding school. Oh my god. In England. Of course they did, but Prince Harry was bad and he fucks in a hot tub. (laughs) All those boys must have deviant sexual behavior. Yeah. If you go to a really, if you go to a repressive, um, like, you know, kind of formal type uh, place for your formative pubescent years, you must have, like, a lot of, like, sexual energy. Oh, I just wish, I can't remember the name of it. It was like one school. It's it, like there was a few of them in the eighties, but she was a kid that was. I think she was in Paper Moon Tatum, Tatum something. Tatum O'Neill. Tatum O'Neill that was in a girls' boarding school movie that was just about how they all fucked each other. And man, did I watch the shit out of that movie! <laughs> oh, it was called it's like Cutie Baby. We definitely talked about this. I movie know before. we've talked about it before, have. but I think about it. I think once every few years, and I'm just like. <laughs> Ooh, that movie, yummy, yum, yum, yum. It was a yummer, I remember. Right? Don't it you was remember? It definitely that? a yummer. Because it would be playing on HBO, and it's like, well, let me go watch it for a while. <laughs> because of course they Little did. Little Darlings. Little Darlings. <laughs> that was that 
was right after it. her turn as Sarah Brown in International Velvet. Oh, Ooh. wow. Ooh. Yes, and please. Little darlings, that's right. Man, the bet is on. Whoever loses her virginity first wins. God. It's, it's, I would watch that. It's, a, it's really good. It's really fucking good. Oh, and it's got Christy McNichol in it, too. It's really, really good. And Armand Asante. Oh, a little bit of international spice. Why <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, you put a little Venice on it. Wait, yeah. are there boys there, or is this just like a great feminist there, sex? Matt oh, Dillon is there. Matt oh. Dillon is in it. So there are boys like in the boys' school that's close by. But then, you know, it's like, well, I mean, we got all these girls around. We didn't say... You know, and then there's Cynthia Nixon too. I know this. It's a great movie. Wait, Miranda? Yes, really? Oh yeah. Ooh, yeah. But it is. It is definitely an '80s movie that I don't think that they could probably really even make anymore. About young teens. About the two 15-year-old girls racing to lose their virginity. Probably not. Yeah, probably has too bad of values for nowadays. Yeah, but you know. 13 Reasons Why. Have you watched 13 Reasons Why yet? No, and I've only heard of the hubbub. There's hubbub. There's a whole lot of hubbub. I I, I gotta bring it back to International Velvet for a little bit. Okay, please. What is that? (laughs) Yes, please. It's a horse movie for horse girls. No. There's the synopsis. Velvet's orphaned niece, Sarah, follows her dream of Olympic glory with her horse, Arizona Pie. See, if you would ask me, I would have said Velvet was the horse. <laughs> yeah, where did the Velvet come in? She's the Velvet. She's the Velvet. Her name is Velvet. The horse is named Arizona Pie. Well, that's a bad name because it makes me think of Arizona iced tea and a bunch of apples in a cup. It makes me... Never mind what it makes me think of. What does it make you think of? Desert pussy. Yeah, yeah. baby. It's arid <laughs> at Ar- best. Oh, I'm going to meet some Arizona Pie. Yeah, it's got spikes on it like a cactus and it's arid at Best. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else is in it? Anthony Hopkins. Oh, wow. Of Legends of the Fall fame. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins is like, you know, I'll get one horse movie under my belt. Why not? Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, let's pray. Let's do it. Actually, Velvet is played. She's not. Uh, Tatum O'Neill is actually Sarah Brown. Velvet Brown is played by Nanette Newman. Oh, good. And Consonants. I think that consonant is that would she play Nanette Newman oh, no I just meant all the ends oh, oh con- I thought Consonance. you meant she played a character named like consonant in another no. Nanette Newman I think she died oh R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. Velvet Nanette Newman and also R.I.P. Jay Giles oh over yeah, but you know what? Just listen to some Bob Seger instead. You'll be happier anyway. Oh, no. Listen to Jay Giles Band live albums. They're really okay. fun. All right. I'll do it. They, I will they, do that. They, they, they're wonderful uh, roof drinking music because they'll get you going. They're high energy, but not too high energy. See, I've been on a real bad Bob Seger kick lately. Not bad. I mean, it's all good. Mm-hmm. But there's only so many times you can listen to Night Moves in one day. And <laughs> I haven't reached that limit yet, but I'm sure it's out there. Is Bob Seger related to Pete Seger? No. No. Pete Seger is, uh, yeah, the old folk singer. Bob mm-hmm. Seger, that's just unrelated Seegers. Okay. When night moves. Oh, it makes me think of Benny and June. It's oh, slow, mentally handicapped people having sex. She's mentally handicapped. He's just weird. <laughs> Wait, no, I thought that he was, I thought he was mentally handicapped and she was just weird. No, well, I think maybe they're both a modicum amount of weird. I made the wrong thing of telling Doug that I found him attractive because he reminded me of Johnny Depp and Benny and June. And then I made him watch the trailer. Oh. And um, he watched the trailer and he's like, 
do you think that I'm slow? And I was like, no, he's very attractive in the movie. And I could see you playing with rolls on forks in a diner. Playing with rolls on forks, that's a Charlie Chaplin thing. That's the yeah. thing. So he, yeah. so the whole, so Johnny Depp in the movie is upset. Like his character, his weird character that comes into town is obsessed with Charlie Chaplin. Ooh. So his, you, oh, I would Molly. love this movie. Oh, yeah. Molly, you, Molly. I'm surprised you haven't seen this oh, movie. Oh, Molly, actually. you will, oh. And it's just, he is, so he does all these, like, crazy, like, weird, like, you know, foppish tricks, so, like, physical tricks, because he also is not a big talker, and he's very shy, and so he pretends, basically, to be Charlie Chaplin. Oh. Yeah, take a look at the movie poster here. Oh, yeah. And Mary Stuart Masterson is, like, kind of slow and has, like, a, and has issues, and Aiden Quinn is her very protective older brother. And then they, I'm sorry, it's a spoiler alert, but they have sex and you and you have to listen to Night Moves. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember in high school being like, God, I can't wait to have sex with someone that's so mentally handicapped. So I can listen to Night Moves. <laughs> to Night Moves. <laughs> All right, stop the list. on the list? My God. Gotta have that list. Celebrities who live in Hawaii. Uh-oh. Aloha. Aloha. I think I know one. Aloha. <laughs> uh, Leaky. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Jason Momoa, <laughs> bitches. Well, Man. we already know that one. I know. He's number one. Jason Momoa lives in Hawaii. I mean, he's from Hawaii. Have you seen all those pictures of him and Patrick Wilson on his Instagram because they're both in Aquaman together? No. Hmm. Hmm. It's like a sandwich I want to be the meat on. <laughs> Who's Patrick Wilson again? He's sexy. He was in... I believe Phantom uh, of the Opera. He was, he, was in in, the con- he was in both the Conjuring movies. And yeah. yes, and he was in uh, that weird movie with, mm, what's her name? Kate. Uh, uh, Kate Winslet? Kate Winslet. Winslet. That weird, sexy movie. Little Kids. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I think it's called Little Kids. But like, they have this like relationship that's more. Actually, apart. you're not that far off. It's Little Children. Little Children. <laughs> little and Kids, colon, a sexy movie. Yeah. It's sexy. Yeah, I mean, the poster is them naked together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's sexy. Oh. But then there's also a whole oh. like pedophile backstory thing. Mm. Not ah. to do with Patrick Wilson. Okay, good. No, don't worry uh, about it. Oh, and Jennifer Connelly's in it too. There's all kinds of sexy Dude, people in this movie. Dude, you haven't seen Little Children is pretty great. It, it, and then there's the pedophile part, but everything yeah. else is really sexy. Is Jennifer Connelly sexy in it? Yeah, it's it's just relationships falling apart and people making mistakes in a suburban atmosphere. Mm. Sounds like my jam. Oh man. I'm reading The Husband's Secret. <gasps> I saw! I saw on your Instagram! That was the first one! I read all of her books twice. I am going to read all of them. That's my whole summer. I've got are the whole you, summer planned out. Are you totally loving it? Hooked! Now, what is this? It's the same author that wrote Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. She has, like, nine books, and I've read each one twice, and... The Husband's Secret was the first one that I read. It's like and it's sexy, weird, <laughs> like mystery. The husband has a secret. Oh, what is it? <laughs> no, the whole thing. So the whole thing, it opens up and it's like Cecilia Fitzpatrick has everything. And like everything in her life is put together. She's got the kids, she's got the house, she's got the husband. Until she finds a letter when John Paul is on work travel. What does the letter say? Should I read it? Should I not <laughs> read it? Letter, the letter, the envelope, the sealed envelope says... To my wife, Cecilia, upon the event of my death. Would you read it? I'd read it in fucking second. Are you kidding me? I wouldn't tell him anything about it. I'd immediately open it. Yeah. yeah. Immediately. Yeah, you read it immediately. Immediately. Yeah. I wouldn't even I wouldn't then, break it up. 
What if what you read changes your, your life? What if it changes all the life of everyone around you? Oh, I cannot wait to talk with you about this. Oh my book. god, we're about this. Can we start a separate podcast about yes. Leanne Moriarty's <laughs> books? Yes, we can. Anyway, who else lives in Hawaii? <laughs> Oprah. Of course. She's got well, she God must bless have houses her. everywhere. Man, mm-hmm. I would live in Hawaii if I was mm-hmm. Oprah. Mm-hmm. Julia Roberts, she's got a place in Hawaii. On uh, Kauai. Kauai. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Will Smith, he's got a place in Hawaii. The problem is apparently the people are not very kind to the celebrities living there. Really? Well, they want their manahus and they want their aluhus. Too many paps. And they, yeah, they, they want their islands to be their islands. Well, mm-hmm. not to put on my toilet hat here, but it isn't <laughs> an island that was has indigenous population that was invaded by, and now they invaded again by a bunch of white celebrities being like, if I may. Toilet bus! Let them have big houses! <laughs> this <laughs> is America, baby! Everybody, everybody you just has a place in Hawaii. They just swoop in. Yeah, but they're all eating spam out like there. Don't you realize what they have they, to endure? Their island to just extrapolate what they will and then leave. I mean, yeah, I'll extrapolate whatever I can get my hands oh, on. Drew Barrymore is just extrapolating all over oh, the I island. Bet it's imperialism. Is. I so bet is Steven Tyler. Oh my God, his lips. Share. <laughs> oh, Oh, talk about lips. <laughs> Cher can extrapolate what she wants. Right? <laughs> she had such a Oh, hard Cher gets an extrapolation pass? Yes, because Cher is, yeah. She's, she's gone just, through so much. She's gone through so much. And she's, she's so good at Twitter, honestly. Mm, oh, yeah? Why. Her yeah. tweets are, her politics are stellar, and her tweets are spectacular. So she's allowed to live in Hawaii. Yes, her tweets. And Jason Momoa, because he is of their people. Well, anybody can live in Hawaii. I'm just saying people, I, like, you know, it would be like people coming... Toilet flush! Even Roseanne? Can Roseanne live in Hawaii? Oh, she's an almond farmer now. <laughs> Roseanne's politics are deeply confusing. She's uh, an almond <laughs> farmer now. That is, that is true. No one can quite put a bead on old Roseanne. I cannot hang on to her if I wanted to. Oh, she's having fun. But what about Helen Hunt? Oh my God! Also been through so much Twister when it hit she that house. Been through so much. Yeah, she hasn't been through so much. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. She had a man that read her mind. <laughs> what women want probably fucked her up for life. No. I can imagine Helen so. Helen Hunt has been through nothing. <laughs> she can't live there. I mean, as good as it gets, she had that sick little boy. Oh my God! And she had to have sex with Paul Reiser and Mad About You. <laughs> yeah, she's had the most. She has been through a lot. A lot. She's blandness is. All the Helen Hunt has survived. Blandness. <laughs> but then Neil Young. What about oh, Neil yeah. Young? He can live there. All it's right. better to burn out than it is to fade away. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> we talking troops over here? All right, it's time for Blind Auto. Oh, we can't see him. Ooh, this one's juicy. The newborn child of that newborn. <laughs> newborn. The newborn child. <laughs> yeah. Newborn. The newborn child of that closeted A-list actor and his beard have been shrouded in secrecy. His PR people are freaking out because the kid looks nothing like him, and it resembles a Middle Eastern businessman she slept with around the time <laughs> the child was conceived. Jeremy Renner. No, but really? you're getting... He's more known for the dramatic roles. Damn, I really thought it was Jeremy Renner. Yeah, I, right? All my money was on that. He's always got a beard, though. I mean, but he's but he's in that field. He's young. He's young. Yeah, yeah. He's that age. He's uh the Ryan Gosling era. Okay, but he's got a beard, mm-hmm. a beard literally and a beard figuratively. Literally and figuratively. It's not Jake Gyllenhaal. No, 
But he does dramas. He does a lot of dramatic acting. But he's kind of a bigger dude. You know, he could do action if he wanted to, but I don't think he really has so far. Who? Ryan Reynolds? It? No. Ryan Reynolds has done plenty of action. Yeah, you're right. He has. He's not just dramatic. A dramatic? Hit me with. Hey, yeah, wait, I, we need another one. Let's uh, give you a. I'll give you a movie. Okay. okay. Silver Linings Playbook. Oh. Oh, oh Bradley Brad Cooper. Cooper. That one, I mean, I that kind of gives it. I didn't know that he was. He's in the I blind items know. a lot. This is the first. I, I haven't brought it up because this is the first juicy one that I've seen involving him. Uh, but yeah, it seems How like. How brown is that baby? I'm sorry, Molly. Baby's pretty brown. Whoa. Yeah. Baby's, uh. Baby's not looking much Cooper. Whoa. See, Bradley Cooper, I'd, I'd leave my shoes under his bed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. That's what my mom says about Harrison Ford. <laughs> like, it means you'd fuck him in secretly? <laughs> that or no, I think it just means that, like, oh, I'd be comfortable enough to take off my shoes that you wouldn't just fuck him with your shoes still on? Yeah, well, there's I'm that. I'm assuming. I think there's that Shania Twain uh, song. Who's been, who's been under? <laughs> 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 I, I have no response. No, I guess it's, I guess when you when you have sex with someone, you take off your shoes and you put them under the bed. Yeah, yeah. that's what I said. You fuck them and take your shoes. That's off, what I mean. That's like bed. because it's like then it's not like a one night stand where you leave on your heelys to have sex. Yeah, yeah, but it sounds like you're still putting them under the bed. Like oh yeah, and you're still that. hiding them. I guess you're right. I yeah. never really thought about the phrase before. It sounds like you know your mom's secretly fucking Harrison. Ford. Oh my god, I wish. <laughs> God, you'd loosen up. <laughs> uh, yep, that's uh, whose bed have your boots been under and whose heart did you steal, I wonder, this time? Did it feel like thunder, baby, whose bed is... That didn't answer anything. No, it didn't, but I also, it was stellar when she performed it live. I'll bet. Oh, I would imagine so. Sequined dresses aplenty. <laughs> Next up. Let's hear it. This A-plus list movie actor is making the umpteen installment to one of his franchises Paranoia is on high, his trailer is bulletproof and bombproof and he has a ring of dummy trailers surrounding his for further protection. Tom Cruise. Yes. Damn girl! I wonder if he gets to hang out in all the dummy trailers. Yeah, does he switch every day? I would I would love that. Got to. If they're watching you, you gotta confuse them. Yeah. Man, he's so scared. Yeah. Who is it he thinks is gonna bomb him? Just anybody. Anybody. Yeah, I think he's just generally paranoid. I mean, there is talks that he is in uh in contracts with a new woman, a new young woman. There have mm-hmm. been talks, uh, but remember, we did uh, mention that one of them was uh, up at the top of the list, but she ended up having a bit of a meth habit. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Uh, when in Rome. I mean, it's 2017. <laughs> you know? Yeah. When being forced to marry someone for a contract, get yeah, high. do meth. Yeah. Or do heroin. At that point, you're going to have the money for it, right? Yeah, I mean, do something. And then you can really just forget. You can live to forget, and then you take all the money at 33 when he leaves you. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's just a few years. I would just eat weed brownies all day, every day, if yeah. I was being forced to marry Tom Cruise. Hmm. Be, wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have the physical addiction, but I would be out of it enough. Because you're also, you don't have to sleep in the same bed as he does, I'm sure. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the Scientology equivalent for uh, marrying a Scientology woman, I guess I'd have to marry Kirstie Alley. Okay. Fat one or thin one? I mean, current Kirstie uh, Alley. I don't Alley. know what she is right now. Uh, she's somewhere in between. Oh, good for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I'd stay drunk most of the time. That's really what it is. I'd take up smoking again, definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah, because then you need an excuse to get outside. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, any coerced marriage, you're going to want to have some substances. You know? yeah, Give us yeah, advice. Yeah, yeah you got to get through it. Now, this last one's juicy, juicy. How juicy? Rut row. Uh-oh. That's how juicy it is. It starts with a rut row. Scooby-Doo? Is it, is it Matthew Lillard? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Late last week, this A-list singer, but more concerned with how much money she can make on her television show, busted her A-list boyfriend, cheating. J-Lo? No, no, no. no. Is, it a, is it a voice person? I, I think she's on The Voice. Christina Aguilera? No, no. Oh, no. Um, Alicia Keys? No, 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 no. So she's not on The Voice? No. Maybe she's not on The Voice. Maybe um, he's he's on The Voice. Blake oh. Shelton. Yes. Oh, oh, she is on yes. The Voice right Gwen now. Gwen Stefani. She caught him. No. Caught well. him cheating. He's just a drunk. I was going to say, what do you expect? <laughs> Sorry. That dude um, just does, that's all he does. He gets drunk and sleeps with people. I mean, when in Rome. When, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's truly a when in Rome. keep saying that. I don't know, I don't think you understand what when in Rome means. Oh, yeah, man. When in Rome, you got to you gotta have sex. <laughs> that's what it means. When in Rome, you must have sex. Uh, right, a little bit. Super sad. <laughs> oh, yeah. The gnocchi. <laughs> oh, who's the gnocchi? And that's all we have time for on today's page seven, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. We will be back next week. Walking on, walking on broken glass. Hell yeah. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.